People of New York City, I'm going to be playing a show Friday, July 9th at the East Village Playhouse with Danger Hands, Cali Tricks, and visuals provided by DJ Cherish the Love. And I'm so excited. And I think we're going to have a sign-up sheet where we can randomly draw at least one, but maybe two performers to do a 15-minute set at the beginning of the night. So if you want to show up with your synth and play a show with me, then mark your calendars. Friday, July 9th, East Village Playhouse, starting at 6. I can't wait. I'm so, so excited. Please come hang out. And real quick, this song is from the new Gregor Dis album called Errors and Regrets, and that will be out on July 1st. Thank you for sharing this awesome music. Link in the show description. Amazing album, amazing artist. Check them out if you want me to play some of your new music. On an upcoming episode, give me a holler. Podmodcast at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held and I'm happy to have you back. This week's episode is brought to you by our lovely synth shop here in Seattle called Patchworks. They're going to be switching locations very soon and I'm going to keep you updated on that exciting news. But until then, why don't you visit them at patchworks.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. They have been... Uh, you know, they've been my main source of, of finding the modules that I need. I've recently picked up the Cascade VCA from Qubit, uh, the Mimeophone from Make Noise. Uh, I got my STS there. I got my R-Bar there. I got my Morphogene there. I mean, come on. These are some of my main tools. Patchworks.com. P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. I am so excited about this week's episode. We have my good buddy Ellison Wolf back on the show, and then we have Sam Chittenden on the show for the first time. And they are um, two of the, the the main, the head cheeses. Can I call them the head cheeses? Over at uh, Waveform Magazine. And uh, if you're not familiar with Waveform Magazine, well, I don't know where you've been, but it's an excellent publication that you should go check out on waveformmagazine.com. Get your subscription. Amazing interviews, amazing gear reviews, and music reviews, all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a it's an excellent, excellent resource. And uh, we have a great chat. Sam, it's his first time on the show. Uh, Sam was an early supporter of the show, and uh, he's made some really funny graphics, and he's made some great music, and he has also uh, created the Patch Challenge Generator for the show. So, it was really cool to finally get to uh, to chat as close to in-person as you can these days uh, with, with Sam. So we're going to get into that chat here in a moment. But first, I want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody who supports me on Patreon. It's been a lot of fun interacting with you on the uh, Patreon uh, Champagne Room Discord channel. Uh, a couple of people have reached out to me saying they can't uh, get in there. All you need to do is go to your My Memberships on Patreon and go under the PodMod section and then you should be able to find it in there um it's been really fun interacting with you there and then also doing these bonus episodes i've done 10 now 10 weeks straight i've done bonus episodes um it's where i take your uh questions or uh topics that you would like me to to talk about or just really anything that you submit to me i will talk about on these bonus episodes and it's uh yeah it's been it's been super fun um my cat bella has been making a lot of appearances there and she's kind of getting uh, she's getting a bit of an ego because I think she's thinking she's a rock star but you know 
what can you do? She's a cat. Uh, so yeah, if you would like to help keep the LEDs blinking over here at Podmon and gain access to all these cool, uh, exclusive materials, um, visit patreon.com forward slash podular modcast. So if you've been listening for the last few weeks, you know that I have had quite a few modules. Uh, it was kind of a, an avalanche of modules, a storm of modules, if you will, uh, come into my possession. It's been it's been really fun, and um, I'm trying to get to them all demo-wise, and I'm going to do some demos today, but I figured I'd just tell you a little bit about all of them um, because... You know, I've got so many, and they're they're really cool. First off, I want to talk about these FSS slash Mute, so Future Sound Systems and the uh, record label Mute, run by Daniel Miller. They collaborated on a couple um, just absolutely just top-notch utilities. There's the Macro and the Stumm. Um, now, the Macro is it's six outputs, um, and then there there are uh, six individual attenuator attenuverters for each output and then there's just one giant knob that will uh either it's either unipolar zero to ten volts or it's bipolar negative ten to positive ten um so you can just deliver cv in all sorts of different ways different strengths and stuff to six different destinations and then there's a cv in so if you don't want to just send like a just a static range of volt. I guess it wouldn't be a static if it was a range, but just like, you know, just a range of voltages. You could also put an LFO in there and then use that big knob to to ramp it up. So it's been absolutely uh, a blast to play with. And then the Stumm is uh, just this insane... Um, it's it's a mute mix kind of switch switch matrix if you will there's a couple groups so again six ins and six outs um and you can group outs um into an a or b group and then there's just there's on and off switches and then um for each input and output and actually for the group uh settings and um up is on but there's a little factual vca in each one of these switches so there's a momentary switch when you press down for clickless um activation so it's like i said just absolutely monster utilities and they're like 8 hp so they're good for any system and i would say for live settings they're absolutely essential um I also got the sound destruction device from Recovery Effects recently, um, and I'm going to be doing a demo of that on an upcoming episode. But until then, please visit recoveryeffects.com to check out all their amazing, super unique, um, and oftentimes very destructive uh, sounding devices. I mean, it's called the sound destruction device. I also got the analog kick from them, and it's just a solid, solid kick drum, and it's like 3 HP, so it's perfect for any system if you want um, a kick with uh, kind of some cool little, you know, it's got some cool character and flavor that you can add to it, almost into like weird bass uh, oscillator territory. And I'm going to be getting to demos of all of these in the near future, but today's demo is going to be of the Noisite Instruments Orbit. It's a bit crusher, harmonizer, envelope 
generator slash follower. Uh, it's a filter. It does a bunch of stuff, and I'm going to show you what it can do to a simple drum beat here in a moment. Um, but really quick, I just want to remind everybody that I have um, a bunch of EPs out, and you've been listening to uh, tracks from those EPs through my whole ramblings here, uh, and they are all on selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com, and there you will also find the pre-orders of the Modular Seattle Volume 3 cassettes. So please head over to selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com. Okay, let's check out the Orbit from Noisite. Okay, let's talk about the Orbit from Noisite. Um, first up, just got a quick drum beat going in through it uh, from the Baker from After Later Audio. It is a, a miniature version of the Peaks, but it can do so much more than the original Peaks. Um, and uh, yeah, you should go check it out. It's a very, very uh, versatile and useful module. Uh, I'm sequencing that through the Metron or from the Metron from WMD. Uh, yeah, and then running that straight into the Orbit. Now I'm using the the main output from the Orbit, but there are individual outputs for everything on it, and I will talk about that in a moment. But first, let's just explore the Bit Crusher section of the Orbit. So I'm going to turn this up in the mix. There's a wet and dry uh, attenuator, so this is just the, the wet mix, and you can add in the dry. What's really cool, on the input side for the bit crusher, there's actually a bass knob, so you it's, it's just a bass EQ. You can, you can cut the bass down and add more bass to it if you want. Okay, so let's mess with the rate. We've got the bit, the bit rate all the way up, so it's not really all that present. But as I start turning it down, you can hear it start to do its bit crusher thing. And it can get pretty nasty. Let's just turn that. This is the wet signal. Of course, there's CV control over that. Um, but what's really interesting about this bit crusher section, I'm just going to put it at the noon position, is um, I'm not going to go into great detail, mainly because I can't, um, about how bit crushers work, but it's it's ones and zeros, right? And uh, you can actually flip or turn off the ones and zeros in this bit crusher through four buttons. So they're lit up blue to be kind of a normal bit crusher, but I just turned off the, the first two. This is just the fourth activated. And now I don't really know what's happening when they're all off, but I can invert them to all red. So I'm just basically changing the ones to zeros. Um, and I can do all sorts of different configurations of red, blue, red, blue, um, blue, 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 red. So you can you can really dial in your sound between the, the uh, rate knob and uh, turning on and off and reversing these bits. I know somebody out there right now who knows a lot about how bit crushers works is like, Tim, that's not quite right. But I feel like it really speaks for itself. And then finally on the bit crusher, there is a sync button, which is really interesting. And it's really good for oscillators. So you can sync the uh, the tone of the, the um, like the resonance that comes off a of bit crusher with uh, the, the, the tone coming into it. So it kind of stays in tune. 
So you can see it gets pretty, pretty uh, nasty and noisy. Um, it's really fun. And then there's the filter. And we're just listening to the wet, so I can put some dry signal in here too. Um, maybe my favorite part of this is the the envelope follower and the or gener. It's an envelope follower slash generator, um, and it can control the filter. So, and there's attack and release um, on the on the filter. So, if I could turn this release time up. Sorry, it took me a second. So now that there's an envelope follower being created, um, or an envelope being created by the incoming signal that's now being fed into the frequency of this filter. And the filter has a bunch of different modes. There's a low, po low pass and high pass, and then there's a band pass um, that you can turn on or off and switch between with a couple buttons. And then there's a fade um, attenuator. So this is when you have the low pass, high pass filter button engaged, uh, all the way to the right is your high pass, and all the way to your left is your low pass and you can put that in the middle to kind of blend the two and then there's an envelope strength button that'll control how how the uh, envelope affects the frequency and of course there's a resonance and what's really interesting about this is there's an envelope out for this so you could use this as an envelope follower to uh, control all other sorts of modules so let's take the bit crusher out now and now this this section is really really interesting and uh i don't think i'm going to be able to technically explain it very well which it doesn't really matter if you're if you're interested in how it works technically go visit the uh the youtube page for noise site and check out the the really really extensive um uh whatchamacallit demo there sorry i'm playing with a module while trying to talk to you at the same time i need to write scripts for these things okay so i'm going to turn up the harmonizer section now the harmonizer section has six different oscillators that all kind of harmonize with the incoming signal um and they do so with you know different octave ranges and it's it's pretty crazy so let's just turn these up one by one That's the, uh, that's one of them turned up halfway. Here we can add another one to the mix. Can hear that filter still doing stuff. So let's take the filter out. Going on the fourth oscillator here. Fifth and then the sixth. So I just got them all cranked up all the way. And of course that bass for the incoming knob still affects it. So I just engage the filter again. And now let's add that bit crusher mix to it. So each the bit crusher and the harmonizer both have their own attenuators. So for the wet mix, I'll turn the dry down. Here's just just the bit crusher. Harmonizer without the bit crusher, and you can blend those in to taste. 
Okay, now I'm just uh, having too much fun. Um, so yeah, that that is like just um, the tip of the iceberg because I didn't use any of the CVNs for this. This was all just manually manually played. So this is a super robust module. It's super fun, um, and there's individual outputs for the harmonizer and the bit crush. I'm just using the main output. So you can you could send your dry signal straight through. Um, and then send the harmonizer and the crush to different areas and use that envelope out as well. So it really becomes super, super useful um, if you like just demolishing sound. That's the Orbit from Noisite Instruments. Please go check them out. Link in the show description. Let's talk to Wait for a Magazine. Yeah, so I'm going to try to try to sit in a way where I can look at Ellison's beautiful mug. Do you need me to um, rearrange something, Ellison? Nope, I'm good. So yeah, it's good. Have, no, this isn't your second. You've been on a few times. I was going to say the last time you were on, it was in this living room a long time ago. But, it was a while ago, yeah. But I, the last time I was at your house with um, with uh, Mitch. God, was it the last time? I just heard from him yesterday, actually. Really? I haven't talked to him in a bit. Yeah. Um, he lives in Florida now. What? Yeah, he moved. Really? A while ago, yeah. And to Florida, that just does not seem like his vibe or scene. I think he's got family there. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, what's up? What up, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Waveform Magazine on the show today. Uh, not just Ellison Wolf. Nope. We also have the man, the myth, the legend, the creator of the Patch Challenge Generator for Podmod, <laughs> which I want to talk to you about that in a minute. Sam Jittenden is on the on the show today. Um, God, that was like a radio intro. <laughs> I felt a little good. cheesy about that. You got a better intro than I did. <laughs> I liked it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> You're a glory hog. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We were better about more than a minute ago. <laughs> well, no, I don't say we. You were. <laughs> Sam's right. on cloud nine right now. I was like, that was a good intro. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sam. How are you doing? <laughs> good, Actually, considering. No, I'm. I'm, I'm good. Come clean. What's going on? Well, I did break my leg about, yep. I guess it's been a month now. It seems. Yep. Tibia, fibula? What you got going on? Fibula. Okay. Well, the smaller yep. the two, I guess that's. So they say. So I got some pretty sweet screws and a plate in there and nice. a cable and a button. Or, I don't know, but yep. <laughs> right. Is so that I've, voltage I've been control? better in terms of leg health, but other than that, doing great. Right on. Allison? I mean, I'm. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still he's still reeling from the intro. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> My mom um, says I'm cool, so I'm cool. <laughs> no. So how's the magazine going? What what do you have to report on that front? Um, it's going well. I mean, it's everything's yeah. taking longer because of COVID type stuff mm -hmm. and uh, all of that stuff, but it's going good. We just sent our uh, issue number six to print. A week ago? A week ago, yeah. Yeah, a little over a week ago. But it's going to take two weeks to actually, like, actually maybe even longer till it hits the uh, post office boxes just mm -hmm. because of COVID-related stuff. And then nobody really knows about the mail. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a weird, that's a whole thing. But yeah, but it's it's going good. I mean, this issue took us longer to get out because there were so many things. We'd kind of stockpiled up until this issue, like with interviews and all that stuff. And this issue is the kind of the one that... uh took the brunt of the covid related yeah. slowness yeah so. yeah we had to figure out kind of a, not a new way but it is sort of adjust to the new way of doing things more on zoom 
not in right. person, email, right. anything. So. Yeah, that was kind of one of the first things I thought about when I thought about you, Ellison, and and the in COVID and everything. I was like, I remember when you know you were starting this like when when waveform was at seed idea we were we were hanging out a lot and mm-hmm. you were bouncing a lot of your ideas on off me and you were really really adamant that it was going to be in-person only and you flew places yeah to get these yeah, yeah. and and that, i thought that was so cool to like really lean into like this is a print thing and it's an in-person thing and uh yeah and i was i was like oh he probably really doesn't like this whole new arrangement uh, you know at first i really didn't i was i was pretty pretty bummed. I mean, like I said, we'd kind of stockpiled interviews. So up to a point, Mm -hmm. up to the last issue, we were kind of fine with it. But then, uh, you know, it's like anything else, you just got to go with the flow. And, and we did. And actually, it's, it's been great. You know, this issue. Let's see who we're doing. Anna, I mean, I might as well tell you Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter. Uh, Anna Martinova. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing Anna. Uh, Vlad from Soma, we interviewed him. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I I really want to talk to him. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting dude. Great. Really cool, dude. And then um, who else? Are we? Oh, Aaron from Ten Ten. Okay. Yep. Okay. And I've actually he's one of the first guys I think I've met, and I've I've kind of, I mean, I kind of waited to interview him because I was like, well, he lives in L.A. That's an easy interview. But then, right. you know, with COVID, I'm like, who knows what's going on? I did that with a bunch of Portland people. Yeah. I would, especially like I got you know I got to a point where I wasn't working day job and and my my you know my part time teaching thing was open enough. I was like, I'm going to be able to like spend a couple of days in Portland during the week. Right go down there, hang out with a bunch of people and just rack a bunch up and then COVID happened. But I also, I, I, have, I think I've had a few people on from Portland during COVID, but I, I still kind of want to keep that because it's like that would, that would just be such a great excuse to go to like a cool ass city, yeah. get an Airbnb for yeah. a few days and just hang out with awesome people. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still crossing my fingers for that. But So you had enough stockpiled to, do you say you had enough to get through your like the one issue of COVID or did you... No, actually, it was more than that. I mean, okay. because right before COVID, M and I uh, traveled down to San Francisco and we interviewed, that's when we did the Metasonics interview and mm-hmm. we interviewed Eric Needham. And so that was issue number four, which is like the summer of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. issue number five, which came out, well, it was supposed to come out in December, but it didn't get in the mailboxes until January. <laughs> is that of the this post shirt? Office. Yeah, that it is. Yeah, I love this design. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't until this issue where we were like, all right you know, what are we going to do? Cause you can't really, even interviewing people in within like Seattle would have been tricky at that point. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. I, I think I did, I did my, what was it? I think it was the two year anniversary show mm-hmm. with Cindy Reichel and Ian, my, you know, my OG co-host who are both in Seattle, but it was on zoom. Yeah. You know, like Ian was part of my, my, my COVID pod. We we selected some people that we were like, it doesn't matter. We're gonna see these people. I wasn't selected, man. Dude, it was a select. <laughs> I bet was, you selected Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been flying. I've been flying out there. Totally. You're in Colorado, right, Sam? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, where at? Uh, it's uh, Carbondale, which is okay. Oh yeah, I've, uh, yeah. Just pretty close to Aspen, about twenty miles north. That's bougie. Yeah, where the Super. beer flows like, like wine. wine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, man. <laughs> I like that we all know that. Yeah. For all the uh, what's the, after millennial? What's the young? What's our, what are the kids called now? I don't know. Well, if they, I don't think any are listening to the show, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> they can't afford to buy modules yet. <laughs> Forever, man. <laughs> 
Uh, no offense, youngsters, but yeah. that's Dumb and Dumber, yeah. the, the great comedy. Um, I'm kind of all over the place, but uh, I don't want to change subjects too quick, but we're kind of on a, a COVID, bouncing back from COVID thing. Like, oh yeah, I, I kind of want to wrap up the the adjustment to the not in person. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you adapted well to that or was it kind of just a like a thorn in your side? Like, I know you're good at accepting it. Like we were talking a little bit before we started recording. I'm very good it? about acceptance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we adapted pretty well. I mean, I don't know. Did you tell Tim we, we had actually, we're going to go to Superbooth in mm-hmm. April or yeah. I mean, we, sorry, we when was it to... in March? Yeah, we were going to go to Superbooth, Synthplex, KnobCon. You were going to have that Colorado one that we were going to go to. I was going to go to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and plus, I don't even know what else. I mean, it was, yeah, I had tickets for, you know, half of those. So, Did you get, like, reimbursed or anything? Or do you still have, like, vouchers or I something? I have a voucher for my uh, Berlin ticket. So I was actually going to go to Berlin and Iceland. I was pretty excited about that trip. But, uh, Shit. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, maybe next year. But yeah, vouchers. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So, um, well, uh, something about that too. I was wondering, did you guys find? Because I did with the podcast, um, that the missing out on the social activity. Like, I didn't, I didn't miss a beat. In fact, it was easier for me to schedule interviews because nobody was doing anything. Right. So I was having novel conversations with new people once or twice a week, and I feel like that was kind of not a lot of people had that. You know, they were on Zoom with their family playing, you know, whatever the fuck, Jackbox games or whatever. <laughs> but like, did you did you find any like something like that with like your interviews or even talking to each other about keeping things going? And well, I don't think we had our first Zoom interview until February of this year. Oh, really? Yeah, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the rest we did we did email. Well, we did those, but that was only, that was just because of more of like a language issue than, right. yeah, than anything. True. But even that, I mean, we, we just didn't have a need to until then. We were, everything's just been so slow that just trying to figure out how to kind of navigate. So it's, you know, we didn't even do interviews for this coming out, this issue that's coming out until February. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. That's, dude, that's crazy. Cause it was just like, because of the stockpiling and the nature of it. You're so close to the end of it, but you would have had to have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's, so close. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and people are starting to travel now and, you know. Yeah, I'm going to New York in like three weeks. Yeah, I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, nice. For, For what? Actually, Traverse City. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. For what? Just to visit some friends. Oh, right, because you're, yeah, you're a, you're a Michigander. Yeah. What are you going to New York for? Uh, well, hang out? yeah, we're going to hang out. My, uh, our good friends live in New Jersey, in a city in New Jersey that's like just outside of Philly. Hmm. So we're going to go see them and we're going to, because they're, she, she's having a hard time, you know, super isolated out there and doesn't know a lot of people there. You know, you move somewhere new and then COVID hits. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, like uh, yeah. Roommate, right, Allison? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, roommate and, and bandmate, are, uh, the drummer for secretary moved out to New York in January. Oh my Like God. right before COVID and then... He's, I think he's been there and he, he wasn't working and yeah, I mean, I don't really know his whole deal. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. I actually texted him for the first time in months today. Cause I went on a hike with M today and uh, it was a hike that I had gone on with Steve. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty. Yeah. So while we're out there, we're, you know, two hours away from New York. So I've never been to the city. What? I, no, I've never been to New York city. I've wow. been to the state. 
the windy apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my wife's family is from New York, so she's been wanting to get me out there forever. So we're going to do three nights there, and I'm going to play a show. Oh, cool! At uh, DJ Cherish the Loves Space. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so dude, make sure you have some pizza, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. That's, I mean, that's I can't Sparrow is the best. The <laughs> best in the city. Dude, Sparrow's so good with that with those extra dry chili flakes. So, so good. Dude, I was hoping. I, I know the Italian food's supposed to be really good. I was Can I give you a pro like tip on that? That Sparrow's pizza, <laughs> a little ketchup on top. So good. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, what? Like, if you were in, like, if you were in Italy and you went to somewhere like Domino's or Sbarro's. Actually, or I went to Domino's when I was in Mexico City. <laughs> Because I because I got sick like right off the bat I uh, got Montezuma's Revenge after like my first meal and all, I was just I was in 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 bad shape so I'm like I'll just have pizza <laughs> it's kind of stupid but then I I mean I was in Mexico City so then it was it was kind of off to the races after yeah. I got that downstairs stuff happening you know <laughs> I'll tell you the story some other time off yeah, the yeah. air it gets, well, it gets nasty <laughs> what were we just talking about. Yeah, I don't know. The best slice in New York, Sbarro's. Oh, right, Sbarro's. <laughs> hey, and this is not a paid promotion, but it could be. Yeah, hey, hey, Sbarro's. I'll, I'll definitely say that if you want to throw me some... some uh, Slices? Yeah, some, yeah, I'll work for pizza. It's fine. Oh, shit. I'll work for gift cards. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. Well, um, I'm glad to hear that you guys have, have bounced back and... Uh, well, we never really bounced I guess you never away. really bounced anywhere. Yeah. I guess bounced, like rolled with it. I guess bounced yeah. with the 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 waves. You rode the waves, the sine waves. <laughs> we formed, did. We no. formed them. Well, you formed them. I did. Yeah. Sam Sam fell riding the waves. So Ouch. Yeah. Broke yeah, his leg. yeah. Okay. Let's okay. Uh listener beware. We're entering skater talk for a minute. Yeah. I heard it was a front side fifty fifty that, that was the culprit. It was. It was. Yeah, I just uh like coming back in, basically my 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 foot came off the tail, and so oh, did you do back, like the splits thing? Yeah, so my, uh. and then my my back foot was up on the transition and just went away and just rolled, well, and then it like it, did a compression fracture on that. And it's really hard too because you know it's like you can't always judge pool coping, and when you've got like two feet of vert that you're dropping into, it can be really dicey. So I mean, it's totally understandable that that's how it happens. Sam. It's true, and I was on that penny board, which is a bad idea. Oh yeah, so, damn yeah. <laughs> All right, skater talk over, guys. Yep. I know, like, I I know there's listeners out there that are like, please, no, no video games or skateboards this time. Um, well, how did Sam get? How did Sam get involved with this, Allison? How did, I want to kind of get Sam's story because I remember you telling me that he got involved, and I was like, I know, I know that guy, like as much as you could know a guy on the internet, like because we we have we messaged back and forth. I think I played some music. You were one of the early like early people that kind of like was reaching out when the show came out. Yeah. I, so. I sent you some stuff and then, you know, I like threw you a bunch of mediocre Photoshop jokes, I think. Oh, over, right. Yes. Over the months. <laughs> and it was those Photoshop jokes that really won me over. Was it and really? I was like, I got to work with that guy. <laughs> this guy's a pro. He knows Photoshop. So <laughs> he's in. God, what were those? They were like action movie ones, right? Like yeah, did you some, put me on Van like, Damme? Yeah, there was a Van Damme one. There was a, I think there was a Bruce Lee. Still, oh, that one is. I want to put that one on a shirt. That one was hilarious. Um, so wait, how did how did Sam get involved? I, Your think story, I just dude. emailed you, right? It was a cold yeah. call. Yeah, pretty it was much. A cold and call. Actually, <laughs> yeah. so basically, basically, what what it was is Sam emailed me and 
he was like, Hey, you know, if you ever need any hand, need a hand or want some extra eyes on the magazine or whatever, let me know. Here's stuff I've worked on. And I've kind of gotten, you know, at that point I'd gotten probably like half a dozen people saying that. And I just, some people I just hadn't gotten around to responding to. I was just kind of swamped at that point, but uh, he sent me like an easy, you know, a link to his stuff. And he worked for the Aspen ballet doing like their promotional brochures and all this stuff. And uh, yeah, it looked good. I mean, I wasn't really thinking much, but I sent him the magazine. He gave me really good feedback. And I mean, that's it, you know, it's okay. all about that. And so, so yeah, so I mean, the feedback was good. And then we just started, to, I remember the first time we talked on the phone because we had kind of gone back and forth a little bit and uh, you never know. I mean, it was like dating. You yeah, know? totally. I was like, totally I hope I he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hope I'm not being catfished. You know? <laughs> but then we talked and it was actually, it was pretty fun. And then uh, you flew out, we had a waveform party that he flew out for. And that's when we met and it was, it was love at first sight. Where was I? I had to have been, I bet I was camping. I think something. you were, you were gone for that one. And that was the one that went to like four in the morning. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun party. The last one I went to was a Christmas one, I think. Yeah, that was fun too. Yeah. That but that four in the morning one was, still remember that one. Damn them. Yeah, a little bit. That's. <laughs> but that reminds me, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess I can say it. So, well, I'll, t- I'll tell Sam off the air, but we're planning on another waveform party, like towards oh. the end of the summer. Ooh, nice. So the cast will be off. I will yeah. buy your ticket if you can make it out here. That'd be sweet. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I want to talk to you. I'm trying. I'm trying to throw. Um, that was another. I want to talk to you off mic about it, but I'll mm-hmm. say it right now, just in case I'm promoting it at the beginning of this episode because this one's <laughs> going to come out in a few weeks. Right. Um, I'm going to throw a show in South Park here. Cool. And Patrick's is on board after later and modular Seattle. And I was going to, yeah. Yeah. We're some, on. Yeah. Tell and me. I want to like make it like Seattle scene reunite. What's the, wait, what's the date? Do you know? I don't know. Yet. I'm, okay. I, I have to talk to the, the space tomorrow because I wanted to make sure that everybody was on board yeah. before I like started really hammering it out. Cool. So you were my last person to talk to. Cool. Anyways, Last that was... again. You didn't ask Sam first. Come well, on. no, I was waiting because I knew you were coming over. <laughs> I've got the date. I've got the date right here. Sam knows it. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so okay, Sam, I'm I'm like, you know, you're new to the show. I want to get some of your background then. Like, how do you find yourself in modular synth territory? I think how do I <laughs> Uh, well, how much background do you want? Like, you know, like from what, whatever you really, whatever. Like, if I asked you this question while we were drinking beers and you didn't, you were, I wasn't recording well, for, it. First, you need you to know say? that Sam is a retired professional ballet dancer. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's where I want you to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the company that I did graphic design for for a long time, Aspen Santa Fe Ballet, I danced for for 15 seasons. Oh, wow. So okay. I started when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't nobody laugh. I got it. <laughs> no, I okay. you, you should insert, insert the cricket sound effects yeah. later. But um, yeah, so I, I danced for them uh, for 15 years, which was awesome. Um, and, and my partner, Katie, as well. So we got to work together for a long time. Um, toured the world dancing. Um, so a lot of like, you know, music in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. But I've always been into music, um, played piano and guitar growing up. I, uh, I never had a, like a synth though until, until, I, until I came out to Colorado and like was getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had, I, I didn't, I didn't ever, I mean, that was before modular. Well, probably not before, but you know, it was yeah, right, right. way, way under right the radar. Into- yeah. And I had like a, 
I had the Korg Triton, which I was like, actually, I almost, I'll tell you a quick story. I got totally eBay scammed on it. Oh, geez. Cause you know, it was a lot of money. And I was like, but that's the one I want. 88 keys got all this stuff. It has a CD ROM. You can burn. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was, I was like, that's the one. And then of course I was trying to like get a deal instead of spending retail. And so I got basically fished on eBay. This was like the beginnings of eBay too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know why, I don't know why I was so dumb, but I sent like a cashier's check via, via the post office. And oh, then yeah. like the next morning I was like, no, nah, this is, this is fucked up. And I yeah. actually was able to get a hold of the post office and have them cancel the, Oh, like so they found, they mine. found my, like, yeah, they found my envelope or whatever and sent it back to me. So I was like, Phew. anyway, Oh man, oh. <laughs> tangent had... there, but yeah, so I had that and I had a, I forget what it was. It was a Roland, I don't know, a little 61 key keyboard, but I messed around with those a bunch, you know, with like a Cubase and mm-hmm. stuff. But then, then we just got really busy. So I didn't have a lot of time for that. And then you know how things come around and you know, the, 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 the sort of, I don't know, the psych was always there, but just, it was doing other stuff, messing around with Ableton a little bit on the road and things. Um, and then I think I just got the bug, but I'm not, I don't really know why. I was wondering if it's like, <laughs> like all the, cause there's like Colorado has such a strong scene. I was wondering if it was due to that, if you were hanging out, at freak boutiques or making the trip down to, you know, no, I wish. Cause that the, right when I, right when I started, I was totally unaware because I was up in, you know, Carbondale. That's all the way so, down in Denver. So that's like three hours over the okay, mountains. Okay. So it's, that's, yeah. You, you think, yeah, Colorado's a pretty big state. I was wondering if, if it was close enough for you to like dip into that stuff, but I mean, y- it is not on a Tuesday night usually, right, you know, right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was well, what about a Tuesday adventure? That's right. <laughs> that's a good point. That's, that's false uh, advertising, that, that's, man. That's Sam on Instagram. If you want to follow him, it's Tuesday Adventure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think I, I think I had a. The first thing I got was that um, Dreadbox Erebus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was some. You know, it has that patch bay, and that was kind. Of, then, then I was modular curious, you know. So that was like. Then I just sort of started obsessing over things and trying you know just trying little bits here and there and yeah had like a pretty i think i had just a skiff basically um okay at first with a couple modules in it and a couple of the semi-modulars like the Airbus and um oh that i got a i still have that actually the uh pittsburgh modular the sv1 oh yeah great. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and then you know how it happens and you just sort of snowballs <laughs> snowballs and then it does yeah and- <laughs> you find yourself like passed out on a bathroom floor surrounded by modules you're like what happened i feel exactly. like directly responsible for yours i think you might be directly responsible I'll, for mine. i'll tell you what not to interrupt <laughs> and talk over but the reason i heard about waveform at all was from you tim on okay. Podmod. like whenever you just started it was it was like i don't remember what episode it was one of the you know early ones mm-hmm. when you were just sort of mentioned it offhand and i was like okay that sounds great and then like a, i think a month later that's when i emailed allison 
I was going to say, cause you'd been, you've been on board for a while, right? Like you working I, together. When did you come on board? Were you, it was before. Well, it was before for the COVID, first right? one. Oh yeah. Was but, it the first issue? Yeah. I mean, well, it was yeah. at the end of the first issue for like, yeah. you know, the editing and all that sort of stuff, but you already done all the interviews, obviously. Wait, because I see issue number two here, which, by the way, Tim, you should definitely hold on to because they are now sold out. Oh, I, I, I think I, yeah, all the other ones are in my car because I put them in the, you know, like that, uh, the car seats have those little, like, flat, like, uh, pockets. Yep. I, I put them in there because we went on a road trip and I was like, I want my waveforms in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you're in the second issue. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, or pretty early on. We, I, it's hard to even remember. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was after like when I was almost done with the first issue. Yeah, it was just like, that's when I sort of came in with some editing at, at the last minute there. Yeah. And because that was what the party was for, was the, was the premiere of the magazine. Oh, right, yeah. And okay. let me just state for the record how excited I am that like, to you know, that Sam King, because he's, he, yeah, he's, he's great to work with and he, he knows a lot of stuff that I don't know. And uh, I think we complement each other pretty well. Yeah. Agreed. So, and actually this first, this past issue is the first issue we've actually kind of sat, uh, done some interviews together, which is oh, cool. also really fun. Very and cool. you and I did that Dave Smith interview, so yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. Suzanne and at her house. Oh, right. Sure. Uh, all right, there was that one too. <laughs> I remember uh, yeah. sitting in the, I think it was on our way home. It was, it, was one, it was when we were just waiting in the airport and you like looking for a place to uh, plug in your laptop because you were like, still figuring out the font. I remember that. And you're like, how does this look? Does this, you know, like, I'm like I need something. It was really cool because, um, I, you know, what, like when I got started with PodMod and I, you know, was like doing it, recording interviews and it was like my thing, I was like so hungry for it and just so excited. I just, I was like, all I thought about, all I wanted to do was like develop this idea and, so I, I think I don't think Pod might have been around very long before you decided to start doing it. I think no, maybe it was I don't think it was a year. Yeah. Um and just like for when we started hanging out, because we like we we hit it off after our first hangout when we we met here. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I think we met at a thing. Yeah, that knobs and shit. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But we like hung out here. <laughs> and to see like you had that exact same like thing that was like consuming me that a lot of my friends and family were kind of maybe getting a little annoyed by, <laughs> you know, they're like, okay, you can talk about something else. Anything else. So it was really cool to like, be like, well, Ellison gets it. So yeah. I, like, I can, I can hang out with him, like good company. Like, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but thank you for, uh, bringing me to San Francisco with you. That, yeah, that was that's fun. like one of the, like my fondest memories. That was so fun. That was really fun. The only thing that would have made that better is if I could have surfed in off of Suzanne's, uh, break that right. behind her house that would have been pretty dope yeah. but but maybe next time or if yeah. francis mcdormand would have came over right. and had lunch with us yeah yeah because that's cool. right she's friends with her uh-huh of course yeah 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 that would have been all right yeah, yeah. that was a good, that was a really good time so i'm i was like curious because when when that was going on like you know you're we were hanging out so we we're talking a lot about it you're bouncing like a lot of your ideas off me i was giving you a lot of really bad ideas like a, <laughs> like a centerfold and uh, <laughs> yeah, i like the centerfold okay yeah. i still think it's a good idea yeah, totally. that, that was my way of kind of just el yeah. elbowing that one back in um but you know you were you know you're of that diy spirit and everything mm -hmm. and was the plan to bring more people on or like because because you kind of run a, a mode of like 
you have contributors like I've written for it, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, and people in the scene write for it and stuff. But like, there's no one. There's no like staff writers. Is that? You know, or it's interesting there? that you bring that up right oh, now. Uh -huh. So this is a good place to put it. We are looking for an additional writer. Oh, like a yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say full time because it's not like a full time position or anything right. like that. But somebody that's kind of part of the team that we can, uh, yeah, that we can kind of collaborate with and in. I guess, depend on, that sounds like such a weird word, but we can all kind of throw into the fold. I mean, wouldn't uh -huh. you agree? That's how you turn it, term it, Sam? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's a lot of work. And yeah, it's a ton of work. Which, yeah. and, which is and great, the, and it's great, and it's tons of fun. But, yeah. you know, life, is all, life also happens. So. Dude, I, I, want, I want a team so bad, but like... I just, I couldn't pay them and I'm not going to have anybody work for me. Like yeah. without, I, that's just my personal thing. Like I, 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 if I can't compensate them somehow, like oh, this, I can't do it. But. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it for a while. This is definitely paid. Yeah. I, mean, I figured it, as much. I'm not sure how, like to what extent or anything, but anybody listening. One cent, you know, a, word, one cent a letter. <laughs> actually, that would be pretty good payment. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's like, I remember when I was writing for magazines and it was, first of all, it's hard to get paid. Like yeah. people just don't send you that check that they mm -hmm. say they're going to send you. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, anybody listening that's interested in writing for Waveform, definitely contact us through the website or email or and whatever. There'll be links in the show description. So is this yeah. a, is this an official call to action then? It is on and, Podmod, and, but there's even more. We're also looking for an ad salesperson. <laughs> but that's not all. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you get a free. It sounds like you found him. <laughs> you get a free state of Nebraska cookie pan. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, we're looking for a, a writer and an ad and a separate position like an ad salesperson. And that's, you know, obviously also paid too, which we'll figure out when that time comes, how to get there. Very cool. Well, that's yeah. exciting. It is exciting. I mean, we're really trying to spread it out. So it's, you know, it's, it's a lot for Sam and I, and then we have, you know, M helps and Barb and then, um, you know, between the four of us, but it's usually, it's really just like Sam and I hitting it heavy and it's, it's just, he's right. I mean, with life happening, he broke his leg, you know, personal things come up and COVID and you know, and it was just, it's just fun with other people around to totally, be honest. Totally. I mean, it's, yeah. it's part of it. That's the one thing that I, I kind of feel like I would really enjoy, but I'm kind of such a control freak. Like, I don't know what I'd have anybody else do, you know, like, cause I'm like, well, I don't want them editing it. Right. You know, now I'm kind of like, I would love an editor. Totally. But, <laughs> you know, um, where was I going with that? Uh, I don't know. My, oh, well, like I want to kind of talk about this work thing. Like it's a lot of work to do the podcast. I mm -hmm. was talking with Jamie Liddell today. I'm only name dropping because he was probably last week's episode. Okay. Um, but you know, he does hanging out with audiophiles and we were both just kind of like not lamenting, but just kind of like, it's so much work that it, we love it, but it kind of prevents us from doing other stuff like more like maybe like my own personal creative stuff. Totally. Um, that was kind of my idea of starting the pod. The podcast was like, well, no one knows who I am as an artist, but if I have a successful podcast then people will listen to my music. How like, has that turned out? Well, I don't fucking make nearly <laughs> enough music. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was kind of curious on that. So like, like looking at the magazine, like, um, I would imagine, you know, you, you, it's, you don't release a magazine every week, but like one podcast recording is like, a tenth of maybe one article in that. So, you know, like you guys are busting your ass for this. How do you find time to, like, I know you're like, you like developing stuff. You like tinkering with electronics and, you know, I know you yeah. are, you have been doing stuff with waveform, which oh, I yeah. do want to talk about, yeah. but creating music secretary and how like Sam, like, do you guys find time still or does it? 
what's that balance like for me personally it's it's been a lot less since the magazine started i mean it takes not just a time thing but also like it it uh it kind of takes a bite out of the creative urge i guess you could say yeah because it kind of satisfies it a little bit it, it, it wets does. that thirst a bit yeah because in in music especially like you know secretary it's my main thing musically and it's like it's a songwriting thing so it's similar in a lot of ways it's like you're putting things together and you're really diving in and getting to like the nitty gritty and and trying to like create magic but at the same time really make it refined mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know the magazine and, and you know writing songs it's kind of, and recording them and all that stuff it's it's very similar but um you know it, I, uh, how can i put this politely i waste enough time to where as if i wanted to really <laughs> bust my ass and make some music i have the time well i, I was kind of kicking myself for that recently and I, I i just started this week i'm like you know what now that I've got another job and stuff, like I'm just going to have to wake up super early in the yep. morning to work on my shit. And that's what I've been doing this week. And it kind of sucks, you know, waking up earlier than you want to. Sure. But it's, I feel myself adjusting and I'm like, okay, this, this will be good. Cause I was starting to feel really bad about not being able to do it. But I think also like that I could do it in the evenings, but I want to, not do anything in the evening yeah. so you like you can't i don't think you like you can beat yourself up for wanting to not do just because you have free time doesn't yeah. mean like you want to spend it like, uh, everybody wants to watch an hour and a half of rick and morty every night right, I mean, right, that's right. How it is. <laughs> an hour and a half man yeah. that's just my warm-up totally but but you've been making music sam haven't you yeah i mean listen let's put some let's put an asterisk on that <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure uh yeah but i had you know it's like I've been, let's say I've been stockpiling music. That'd be a better way of putting it. And I definitely, I've never, I've, I've always been a good music, musical stockpiler and not a big musical releaser. Cause you know, I like, I really like things that I'm doing in the moment. And then three days later, I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I like it, but uh, I'd rather try this new thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been trying to get better about that. And I, because I, I mean, I, 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 let's, how should I say it? <laughs> there, there's something that's really gratifying about sort of putting stuff out, which I've done, which I've done like with graphics and, you know, through the magazine to a certain extent, or, um, you know, with some, with artwork or things like this, um, visual art, sorry, but not with music in a sort of official way. Um, so yeah. That's but I mean, like, I think I, I was starting to kind of, I, I was pretty prolific before I got into modular and, and stuff. Like I was, you know, a couple EPs a year and, a, and an album a year for a couple, you know, probably three years straight. And, you know, I've released one full length album in, you know, two years now. Um, but I've, I found like, especially with modular and stuff, like it's more of the process that I enjoy. And, and fuck, it's so fucking hard to get people to listen to your music <laughs> it's, it's yeah. really hard i mean that's part of it too it's you, you just the landscape is yeah. it's you know it's pretty brutal i think most people can kind of identify with that that have tried to release music and you know i feel pretty lucky because in my you know my past musical life it was before it was before a lot of this stuff and mm -hmm. I actually you know had some pretty good success on an indie level you know yeah you got to tour and stuff right yeah i mean i was in toured and i was in like you know glossy mags and you mm -hmm. know all that crap and uh which of course didn't equal anything you know in terms yeah. of like uh -huh. a career or anything but uh, uh -huh. but it's still cool and i mean 
I'm, I'm pretty grateful for it. And, and I still have people from my past projects that email me from like various countries that are like, oh, I love your music. When are you coming out with another one? It's like, oh, I don't know. That's cool. Yeah, That's... yeah it's, it's fun. But, you know, I mean, in terms of making a living at it or, or justifying spending your entire life chasing it, after a certain point, I think I, I realized like, well, I don't want to have that much pressure anymore. Yeah. It's an immense amount of pressure that you put on yourself. And there's like this crazy, like for me anyways, like this kind of this sometimes feverish, like you're like, I got to get this out. And you know, you didn't, you're like, I remember trying to send it, send music off to people for, to like review it and, right. and, or to labels and just getting nothing back because now labels are just people who release their friends music mostly you know yeah and, like, they, and just on Bandcamp, <laughs> right or know? just release it yeah and then yeah. like you release it on yourself and you're like how do i promote it and and then you're like it takes it's just it takes so much out of you like i think i just burnt out on that aspect but never i think i just like realized after a while i was like well i'm still making music even though i'm not releasing albums i guess i like doing it well and even you know running the magazine i mean i used to write for music magazines back in the day you know, I'm doing interviews and also like music reviews and stuff too. And and I can tell you like before, you know, the MP3 kind of took over just like, you know, files, you know, myself, my friends, we would get piles of CDs in the mail oh, yeah. and I loved it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. Like I remember a friend of mine, if he's listening, which I don't know why he would be, but my friend Beans, we would just have a pile like, you know, five feet high and we would just listen to stuff and it wouldn't be like 30 seconds we would we would look at the cover we'd pop it in we'd listen and we'd listen to a song or we'd listen to song number four and no, number seven you know we had yeah. our, our routine right and if the good pile you know we had a, a pile that we wanted to listen to some more and then we had you know the other pile that you know wasn't going anywhere but man i loved it and now you get an email and it's just you know we have like folders that are like you know music to review for the next issue or for this issue and it just kind of goes in there and then you know we'll kind of do it in one big glurp and just start, you know, listening to stuff. And, you know, we get stuff sent to us too. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's hard. It's really hard to break through to yeah. people, you know, whether it is really hard. People are busy. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, and it's like on that, I've, I, I feel like my, like my Catholic guilt anxiety would be if I had to be like in charge of deciding who gets reviewed and stuff like, well, we have a music reviewer now. Okay. So this guy, Tom. And, and, and it's, it's great because, and let me just say this too. It's like, we might be busy, but we still listen to, I think we listen to every single thing we get at least one that's time. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. So CD, cassette, you know, record. And we kind of just filter it between, I think there are like five of us now that are kind of listening to stuff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and it's still, it's still tricky because, you know, I mean, especially with the problem is with email, you know, in files, it's like everybody releases like, you know, a couple a year. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it just, it piles up quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even know how many submissions we had for this past issue, but it was at least, it was probably a hundred, maybe more. Yeah. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. I still get emails like, oh yeah. Well, Hey, you know, regarding our new release, you know, like for your consideration, and I know it's not for Podmod. The way it's written <laughs> is like, oh, I reviewed two albums in the first issue. Yep. And that's it. And I still get emails all the time. Because like, it doesn't cost anything to put you, keep you on and put you on yeah, a, a list. Yeah. And it's just, you know. I haven't had the heart to be like, so I don't really do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's weird. It's like, how much music do you listen to? I mostly listen to podcasts. I've been like kicking myself about it. I need to listen to more. And I mostly listen to like comedy podcasts. Oh, you do? So like, mm -hmm. it's funny, like 
people will be talking to me about gear and, and stuff like, did you hear about this? Or like, I think people assume because I talk to so many people about it, like that I know way more than I do. Um, but I'm like, it's, I'm kind I'm not synthed out, but beyond this, you know, doing, cause I do this twice a week with right. people. I don't have a whole lot of bandwidth left for, and I, I'm fucking, I make, I make sense, you know, every day now, right. you know, so I'm yeah. like, I'm a little synced out right now. <laughs> you know? um, does that happen? How about you guys? Do you feel like after you're like, you're so saturated in it? Like not like my, my enthusiasm hasn't ended because if it did, I would just stop doing the show, sure. you know? Um, but it's, it's not so it's, I've sequestered it, you know, it's compartmentalized right. healthily. I think, have you found that to be the case i'm not personally i'm not synthed out at all i like i i mean i i'm just in, as in love with like the sound a synthesizer makes now as i was before oh yeah no you know? that side of it i just yeah. i don't know how much i can talk about it oh. outside of doing like with other people like if i like say if i went to a show tonight after this like if we went to a modular on the spot right like I would talk to whoever wanted to talk to me about whatever piece of gear that they have, but I'd kind of probably in the back of my head being like, can we talk about Rick and Morty? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <clears throat> Sam, you want to handle this one? Yeah, no, I, I think as it comes and goes, you know, we think what happens for me anyway is a lot of times I procrastinate and then stuff builds up, you know, in terms of like, so you got to do a lot at once. Totally. <laughs> and so you sort of, it's not that you're not enjoying things that you're working on or, you know, like doing your reviews or stuff. It's just that if you don't stay on top of it, then, then it can become daunting, you know, and you're like, you have to learn well, something. You have mm -hmm. to. Well, and the gear, the gear reviews are for sure the, the part of the magazine. I mean, I'm, I don't know if you agree, Sam, they give me by far the most anxiety, like more than absolutely anything, because it's, first of all, you don't want to look stupid. You know, secondly, yeah, it's yeah. like you want to do the manufacturers, the people who are building these things, like due diligence and really learn it as best as you can in the amount mm -hmm. of time you have. And also too, it's like, you want to make sure that you know this thing and can really put some real heart into it. And, uh, yeah. and it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's scary. It's, know? it's super scary. I do that. You know, I do demos on the show and I, I just had like kind of a, it's, it's kind of like desert. Then it's like tsunami, you know, yeah. like, like sometimes I don't get anybody sending me anything for like, a, like a month or something or two months. That's, that's pretty unusual, but sometimes it's like four people I'm sending you something. And then I'm like, I have four pretty complicated things totally. to learn. Yeah. That's going to turn into 16 demos over the next, you know, 16 weeks. Yeah. Fuck. Like, but it's, <laughs> it's like, that's a stupid thing to complain about because it's super fun playing with modular. But do you guys find that you know, a lot of my modular time is spent? Oh yeah. Learning just learning a you, module. Just yeah, learning sure. it well enough to do a demo rather than fucking around with well, it. Well, and, and don't forget the other 25% of your time is just like rearranging your case. You know? <laughs> so. I think I was putting screws in my case when you, you walked mean, in. And that's just kind of how it is. You know? uh, I've gone back to reviews I've written to remember how the thing oh, yeah. worked. <laughs> I'm like, I, I used to know, I used to know a lot more about this module. Let me just go back and see. What did I say? Issue number two. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, that's pretty funny. That's true. I mean, I remember the first, the frap tools sequencer, which is awesome. Usta. Um, 
I don't know how many hours I put into that, but I would say, man, at least 50. Yeah. Because you know? that's probably pretty deep. It's like, pretty deep. And, you know, and I wanted to, to get, you know, I wanted to get to know it really well. And I think that was the first module where I was like, man, I mean, it's a good thing I don't get like sequencers every week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that'd be pretty brutal. I tr Especially because mine are, are audio. I try to lean into effects or, you know, sound making things because trying to like figure out how to demo right. like, an, like audibly, just like, Here's this utility module. It's really cool. Right. You know, like. See how the sound goes down and now it's coming back up. <laughs> That's what this one does. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we just got into some territory where some people are at home with like their 84 HP, you know, kit being like, fuck you guys complaining about this. Like, <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm definitely yeah, not, not It's not a complaint. Yeah, it's not a complaint. Yeah. 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 It's just, you know, it's like, it's just comes down to the time thing. Yeah, yeah. I will say that doing the demos has made me a much better modular synthesis though. Sure. And learning stuff that maybe I wouldn't, I, I noticed that I, it keeps me honest in a way as an artist or as a synthesis, because I, I'm pretty good at leaning into my tricks, getting in a rut, mm. kind of doing the same thing. So if I get something that's kind of outside of maybe something I wouldn't buy, then I'm having to break out of my rut so that's that's been a super huge positive yeah. of it like I, cool. I think i agree with you i think it, it's a it's almost like an accelerated um yeah maturation for lack yeah. of a better term you know where that's because perfect. no that is a perfect term because i've thought about it that way like i think i'm way better by doing the podcast than i would have been if i was just fucking around sorry oh, yeah. to interrupt you but i no, actually like that no, term yeah, a just, lot. just because you know you 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 you, you do have that privilege of being able to try a lot of stuff in a much, well, for those of us with normal incomes, anyway, <laughs> you know, you get to try things in a lot at a, at a quicker pace than you would maybe having to go through and totally. you know, make, yeah. make sort of decisions based on where you think you want to go. And with modular synthesis, it can be so, I mean, that could, be the whole time you're alive right yeah, I mean, yeah. you could be you could be choosing between three different things forever and ever well even even non-modular i mean i got the the sequential uh pro three last year Gosh, it's been a year jeez and uh you know that stuff's deep you know is that what you got rid of the matrix brute is, is that was that the replacement it was and okay. i i love the matrix brute it was just too too big and heavy big, for our live yeah yeah for what we wanted for, for live and what we're using it that for. that was too big and heavy but the roads with the well, the road, I mean, on top of the roads, that's the whole thing. Right, right, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. lugging around a suitcase roads, the last thing you want is another 75-pound keyboard. Fuck, so. you guys are so fucking good live. <laughs> Thanks. So, like, that yeah. show at uh, Sunset, where I met my wife, actually. God, that show was good. So fucking Wait, good. you met Hannah? That, that's no, your... no, no, no. Oh, I, I met like, her at the Sunset. I, like, I was I playing with... I distinctly remember you making out with... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, um, I was playing with Greg Markle. Oh, cool. I was playing guitar... So oh, I right. played a guitar solo at her from the stage, and yeah. I think that's that's what sealed the deal. Did you... <laughs> yeah, put it behind my head, totally. Stephen Malkmus style. That does, you know, <laughs> music can seal the deal for sure. So, yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah. So we we got I got the Pro Three, and uh, actually last year it's funny I got that I got the tw I got a twenty six hundred. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? I did. It's pretty. What? Actually, it's, it's funny, if Brandon. If you're listening to this, I need that back. <laughs> he's had it for three months and actually i got a bootla a music box last year or a music easel and uh 
What the fuck? He, he had that serious? for he had that for eight months. Okay, I was like, I yeah, you can it? borrow it. <laughs> Not for eight months. <laughs> Glad I didn't bring it over. Yeah. Me and Kyle Swisher, um, Dark Sparkler, who does the uh, Source of Uncertainty podcast, we're gonna we're gonna do a a, a synth swap. Oh, cool. And it, we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build him a cool synth in my make noise case, and we're gonna swap it, and then we're gonna hopefully do an episode where we come back and talk about cool. what we learned because he doesn't do euro rack i've never yeah. played a bukla it's it's different it's great yeah, yeah i mean I like, it's, I, I like it a lot word on the street yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, I really like the the easel it's it's super fun it seems like like i don't it just seems so i mean i i'm not going to finish that sentence i was going to say it seems so well designed uh yeah <laughs> it's it stood the test of time as right, they say right, for right. sure right. yeah <laughs> so what's up with secretary are you guys still writing um you know a little bit we have we were it's so funny before covid we had a show we were going to play with uh with greg animals okay. at night uh-huh. we were going to play with uh tom oh so yeah orchid, orchid yeah. yeah we were going to play at the sunset we had it it was for like last may and then covid shut it down that would have been but a we, sweet show it would have been really fun and it was an ep release for us so we actually have an ep done but I think now at this point, it's like we've kind of enough time has passed where we're we're just going to start writing different stuff. We kind of have different ideas for. But you released you did you release it? No, we released a song. Like I was going to say I don't remember. Any... No, I mean you... there's just no. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was a weird time. I felt yeah. so bad for all the bands who had like released an album in February. Yeah, you know, like to... well that album is a you get a mulligan, you know, <laughs> totally. And, and you know, I mean, just writing a song let alone an album's worth of songs and then recording them and, you know, trying to get them in shape. I mean, it's, it's so much work. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean it when I think back on the albums that I've made, you know, you're talking years, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. so to mm-hmm. put even an EP out, you know, and I, I know that the, the songs that we were going to put on the EP, the three songs, I mean, they were, they were, you know, painstakingly crafted. Mm-hmm. And so to put it out and just to have them kind of go nowhere, you know, we just eventually we just uh you know we're not playing we haven't played show a show in a year and a half and right. so now it's kind of like well have you like like jammed or rehearsed or anything like that honestly or? we haven't yeah. we've we played we I, we played new year's eve 2020 and that was the last show we played and i think the last time we played music was probably like a few months after that i mean we moved to a new space in october and you know there's just been so much going on yeah that uh you know, I just, I actually, I don't know if I needed a break from, from that kind of music or what, but uh, now I feel, I feel myself ready to dive back in for sure. Okay. So. Yeah. Cause that is definitely, I mean, it's synth adjacent, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like, I put it in like radio headish territory, radio head, portis head kind of. Yeah. I mean, all it's, the heads. Yeah. All those, any kind of talking <laughs> heads maybe. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not modular synth or anything, but uh, you know, it's like, it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's anything and everything kind mm-hmm. of really, but yeah. And I'm looking forward to getting back in there and writing some songs and recording again and, yeah. you know, kind of doing it. And now that, you know, hopefully live shows will be happening again. I mean, that's, you know, we don't have to look the matrix brood around, which I, again, maybe love you the guys matrix should brood. play that show I was talking about. And when is it like a month? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm going to try to have it in August or September. Oh, maybe. Yeah, we could. That could be cool. Yeah, I'll talk. You know, I'll talk to my partner, and we'll see. Yeah, we yeah. have we have a, a ton going on, so it's hard to say if we're right, gonna be able right, to like right. work it back up. I mean, let me get the date solidified and like yeah. what's gonna go on. But, mm-hmm. um, could be cool. Uh, 
yeah, well, I'm excited to to hear you guys get started again and really excited to see you live again. Yeah, thanks. Um, Sam, you're going to play some live shows or are you going to go down to... I'm trying to get Sam to come. I mean, now that we're going to have a waveform party, which... See, I've been promising that I'm going to go out to visit Sam for a while, but now I'm thinking we're going to have a waveform party. Sam should, you know, if he can make it. Plus, if, and I'm, you know, this is, I'm just saying it right now. If you can stay a couple extra days, dude, we could hit that Lake Stevens skate park. We could hit that one near Target that I go to all the time. There's a lot of good skate parks Dude, so many good skate parks. I mean, You guys take me to that slappy curve. Oh, that slappy curve curve is so fun. I still think we need to do the synth skate event. There's think, plenty, oh. there's enough skaters in oh, yeah. synth. Um, well, did you know that one of, I'm sure he's a listener, William Rage, I don't know his real name, but he's, he lives around here somewhere, but he's got a, a ramp in his, a covered ramp in his backyard. Really? Yeah. He's invited me and I just haven't been able to make it. William, if you listen to the show, I want to get back into skating. Yeah. It's, um, it looks perfect. It's like three feet high, probably. It's yeah. Like, well, Jay, remember Jay, he does the deer, the deer horn podcast now. No, I don't know Jay. We skated with him after. Oh Velocity. yeah. The Canadian guy. Yeah. 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 Um, he, he Cause I remember we, I had like mentioned that skate, like maybe doing that skate synth thing. Cause oh, yeah. we were talking about it. I've mentioned it in passing on the show maybe, yeah. or maybe with him. And he was like, I will fly down there for that. You know, <laughs> it's funny cause Sam and I have actually talked about it, you know, for a while. So gosh, was it last two years ago? I don't know if I brought it up, if I mentioned it to you. So I used to back in, back in the nineties, I worked at Wendell skate uh, snowboard camp uh-huh. in, at Mount hood for about five summers. And so, and that was amazing, but they had a reunion two years ago, like a 30 year reunion, which, you know, dates me, but whatever. And I went down there and saw some people I haven't seen, obviously in like 25 years, but Wendell's it's now called, actually it still might be called Wendell's, but they have an outdoor and an indoor skate park. It is crazy. It is so cool. It is. Is it, it skate light or is it? No, no, no. It's okay. cement dude. It's, and I think it's a grind line park, but it it's endless. I mean, it, it just goes on forever. And it was, it was one of the most fun times I've had in forever because they had bands playing and it was basically just camping out on their lawn for three or four days and skating. And it was so much fun. And I, I just started skating again. So I was really rusty, but I've, I've had this fantasy of renting it out and having the synth Dude, skate there. Waveform so cool. and pod mod present. And let's get make what? noise in there too. Cause Tony, oh yeah. Cause Tony skates. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dude. I think there are, but I think there are some Colorado skaters. Yeah. Um, well, I know there's one right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I was yes, yeah, I was thinking like um I think Alex. Oh yeah. Alex well, he, from WMD, does he not skate anymore? He rollerblades. I mean, we'll accept it. Yeah, I'll, uh, we'll it, take what it, we can get. It plays. It's yeah, fine. It plays. Yeah. We're all old enough to Totally. You know. <laughs> Shout out to Alex. <laughs> I haven't talked to Alex in a while. Me neither. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a fantasy of mine to have that happen because it would be I mean, first of all, like at that specific uh, space, the grounds are incredible. I mean, they have a kitchen there. They've got, they have cabana, I mean, like cabanas or whatever, you know, it's, it's all set up for it. Dude, I want to take my synth pack and go carve a bowl, but that would just be. Carve a bowl? I carve around, you know how I like, you know how I skate. Oh, right. You know, I just basically just pump around bowls. Would you like patch while you're going around the bowl? That's dangerous, man. Dude, so I have to have a partner following you to patch. (laughs) (laughs) Really close. I've been setting this thing up. This is basically a glorified field recorder right now. My seven, you know, I just use the, the outboard mic on the instro. Yep. Um, so I bought this backpack frame and I've just been strapping it. And I like, I walked about around a ferry. Um, and then I walked around the beach and I just let the sound, I just, and then I just create this huge. How are you powering it? I have a, like this Max Oak battery. Huh. And it yeah. works good? Yeah. Four hours. Really? It'll power wow. this with all these digital modules in here. It'll power for four Where hours. Where do you get that thing? Amazon. It's a hundred bucks. 
<laughs> and it comes with all these different adapters. I'll, if I remember, I'll throw a link in the show description because ev- I get asked probably five times a week, how do you power it? And I, right. I feel like I've been pretty clear about how I power it, but I, but I still get asked all the time. Um, Dude, you should strap that Needham to your back and power that. How, how do you would, power it? He would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. By the way, curious about how you power that. <laughs> well, because I got super in, you know, with COVID and everything, I got super into this idea of like, because I was going to Yellowstone. Yeah, I've seen your videos. Yeah. So I got like the poly end mm-hmm. anywhere, but it just doesn't, you know, so many digital modules, like you couldn't power that yeah, off. You can. Just like, yeah. It's just not. Um, it's a cool module though. Like it's really great for like a, like a one Oh four three U, you know, like yeah. an analog system. You can get a cool, but, I, I mean, I guess I was picturing you like a car battery strapped to your back. You know, It's pretty big. It's like the size of a, like a, like a, a good size book, you know, like oh, a good yeah. size hardcover book. It should be lying around here somewhere, but I mean, it's, it's smaller than this. It's probably got the footprint of, it's probably 10% smaller than this book. Okay. And if you're wondering what book I held up, it's Future Sounds, The Story of Electronic Music from Stockhausen to Skrillex by David Stubbs. I have not read it. Oh, it looks cool. I've heard about that book. Daniel Miller, not not Daniel Miller uh, of Mute Records, but Daniel Miller of Seattle Infidel fame. Tech. Infidel Tech. Yeah, our, our good buddy. He gave me that book. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. I haven't seen him. I've, you know, you're the first person I've seen in a year and a half or so. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen anybody. Yeah, you did, man. I mean, I've been secluded and sequestered and seduced. I don't know. I was trying to think of something else that starts with S and an E. But, uh, Sedated? Sedu- well, Sedated. kind of, I mean, you know. Well, it's funny, you know, like you were, I, my, like, I think I'll always think of you when I think of COVID. <laughs> that um, is so sweet. I know. <laughs> and and, it's, and it's, it's because I, it's one of those things that I look back on and I wince. I wince and I feel bad and I'm glad I, I have you here so I can publicly apologize. You probably don't even remember, yeah. but we were at, there was the last like modular nights. Yeah. March 7th. March 7th. Yeah. yeah. So the last time we all got to hang out and stuff, COVID was a thing, but like we didn't know if it was going to be a thing, but you said that you think you had had it the week before. And when you were walking into the showroom, I went up to you and as a joke, I had a few drinks. I walked up to you and then I like started coughing. Like I was going to give you a hug and then I just started coughing and pretended to cough all over you. And then like it became a real thing and I was like, that was such a fucking so I had, not cool thing. So I had COVID and I got it the next day and I'm not kidding. You got it the next day? Well, I, was, I didn't give it to you because I didn't. No, 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 you didn't. <laughs> you know, I was actually, so I was actually working in Kirkland, which is kind of where it started, like mm-hmm. the two oh, weeks beforehand. Right. Yeah. And so. Uh-huh. I've been working around people that were sick, like left and right. And it was before anybody knew that it was COVID. Uh-huh. So we didn't think anything of it. And, uh, but I got it that the next day I was, and I remember feeling a little sick at that, that show, at that, that show and, and kind of having the sniffles and whatever. But the next day I, I ate breakfast and I was sitting at my dining room table. And then I just, I couldn't make it past my couch. And I passed out on the couch for about two hours and then I was in bed for about three or four days. That's what I've, yeah. yeah. Anybody I've talked to has just said like. It was brutal. Just no, like completely sacked, with no energy. It, it was brutal. I mean, I felt like somebody was standing on my chest and then among other things. I Did mean, you feel like respiratory stuff oh, from yeah. it too? Yeah. yeah. And the brain stuff, I mean, all sorts of stuff. It was really, and I've been sick before, you know, everybody mm-hmm. has, but this is totally different. I've never felt this kind of, I've never felt something come on like this where it was like a switch instead of kind of like maybe progressively happening. And yeah, I mean, I just, I couldn't do anything. And then M, she didn't get sick the way I did, but she lost her sense of smell for about a year. For a year. She just got it back a couple months ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, they say, I I heard, I mean, this is, 
who knows, but I heard that if you've had it and you get the vaccine, research is suggesting that you may not ever like have to get like like a booster or something like but i don't know like i just got my my second shot last week so right on and that put me out for a day or so so i've heard that too people who've had it feel effects from the because i i got i didn't feel anything from either Uh, one so jealous yeah Yeah, did you get the cup did you get the vid I did. I did. That was all. He was all over me. He's like, "Dude, get it!" And I was like, "I don't know, man." He's like, "Get it." Yeah, you got to. I don't know. I've been on eight chan, and they've got some really compelling arguments. <laughs> well, Sam's got. He's got. He's got a kid too. So. I mean, oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got to set that example. Yeah. That's by right. breaking his Even leg on the skate ramp. He's too young to get it. Which, hopefully, that's coming. But it's still a bit like you kind of forget once you know because, at least in where where I am, a lot of. People are, you know, fully vaccinated now, but except for, you know, the sub 12 year olds, which is still, I mean, they're like, yeah, it's okay. Sounds kind of derogatory, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you know, that's that name I was trying to think of earlier for the people younger than millennials. Sub 12 year olds? (laughs) Sub 12 year olds. That's the technical term, yeah. Yeah. Sub dice. (laughs) Um, we're probably getting close to an hour here. Oh, we are at an hour and 30 seconds. That's, that's how long I've been doing this. Right. Guy. But I'm not done with you. Oh. I wanted to first, I want to talk about the cat tenuator. Cause that thing, that's a game changer. And I don't <laughs> think a lot, I don't think enough people know just how amazing and just brilliant this Thank thing you. is. Thank you. Is this a is this an Ellison Wolf brainchild or is this a collaborative thing or like where? No, this is all you know. Actually, I mean, it is. It's all me. I, yeah, the Catwalk series. I don't remember. I remember just talking, actually talking to Mitch and being like, thinking I wanted to come up with something, and then I just kind of like thought about it one day, and I think that we did the malts first, and then the ribbon controller, and then um, and when I say we, it was just me. But yeah, and mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, the Continuator, and then the LPG VCA, which we yeah. did. Brilliant. last issue and then mm-hmm. we've got a couple more not well this issue we're doing uh, a case actually in, in a mixer that fits in the case like in a certain way oh, so shit. have you seen the case no oh i'll send you oh, i great. mean yeah we're doing this it's a 60 hp music box and you it's, told me about it but i haven't seen yeah, it. yeah it's kind of a it's somewhat diy thing it's under 100 bucks it comes with everything rails power uh, there you go yeah oh there it is oh shit that looks great wait yeah and it's got Oh, you know what? I think you did send me that. And so it's got the mixer that goes on the back. Do you have the, can I see the mixer? Do you have have the mixer? No, I don't have the mixer. I mean, I do, but I haven't put it together yet. Uh How how many (laughs) HP is it? 84? 60. 60. 60 HP case with power for under a hundred bucks? Yep. Fuck. I think, or maybe it's 105 now. But still, that's a a great deal. It's fun. And it's got a, so it's got, it has a space where you can put in, we've got the meow mixer. That's, Uh uh, that's one of the, things and it goes in the back so essentially it doesn't take up any space and it's a three channel mixer um and then it's also got an, an internal speaker powered Dude. so yeah so it's like a little groove box it's That's pretty awesome so cool yeah it's fun that sounds like exactly what i need to bring out camping and stuff i'll get one for you yeah I'm making, I'm um making so what can you explain the 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 the, the catwalk series sure and what a name I just I just got the name the catwalk because they I, kind of go over. The, I just yeah. understood that just clicked for me. I don't know. If, I don't know if I came up with that. Or Sam might have come up with that, or I can't remember. I, I, I only contribute puns. That's <laughs> it's <much>. true. <laughs> I mean, very appreciated. Catch anyway, pretty good. Well, he came up with the music box M E W S I C. 
Oh, nice. Music. And then we've got the meow mixer. And then that's pretty much it. Those are the only puns yeah. we have. I was like, wait a second. We could only come up with three before we burnt out. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the catwalk series. They're, they're basically modules that you screw into your case, but they go on top of existing modules mostly that because there's all this kind of dead space really uh -huh. so and we use the same screw holes and you know with these uh these hex risers and it kind of rises above the screw holes and then yeah you know, like a quarter inch rise mm -hmm. off the plate five or six millimeters yeah, yeah. and then so like the the idea of just how and they're passive so they don't you don't have to power them and well like, the actually the ribbon controller isn't passive you need to power it via it, it's powered either through like D, like a, a voltage offset. You can out, output a voltage offset. Oh, into that's it, cool. Or that's... you can do an L, LFO as well, and that'll power it. Does the LFO have to be like at a certain frequency or anything? Or... No, and what's cool is it'll it'll kind of blink with the time of the LFO. So and like, it, and, and if you're it, using it, and like you're using it'll it, it'll be like boop, boop, boop. it'll be like a tremolo essentially that's or something. That's so cool. And it's got an LED, so the LED flashes with the the speed of the LFO. So you can see where it's at. And if you crank the LFO, so it's on, you know, as fast as, you know, basically VCO. Yeah. It'll be just kind of, uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just having a, like the one thing that like, I wish more modules had, but it's, it's a space thing. Yeah. Attenuators. Is attenuators on yeah. everything, yeah. you know? Um, and this is just like, it's like the idea of building like city building, you know, mm -hmm. we ran out of, you know, horizontal space. Top. We'll just build up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like when I saw those. Like, I think I even texted you, and I was like, "Jesus Christ, these are great!" Like, just come, <laughs> like, yeah, really, really a big fan of those. Um, I cool. might be able to get you some more. How's that? Well, I mean, I don't want to <laughs> take from your stock because I don't know. No, like, you, you actually, I, I think I ordered one. Like, whatever I ordered, you send me double. Oh right, and I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I, and I like. I don't know if I can fit them all, oh, but gotcha. maybe I could, maybe we could do work on like a giveaway or something. That could be fun. That could be cool. Um, so Sam, mm -hmm. when you made that patch challenge generator, did you ever think that you were going to fall under the hammer of it? Man, I just knew that if I could somehow, if there was my a one shot to code my way to glory, that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to give you a patch challenge based based off of your patch challenge generator, but I do want to talk. Wait, to wait, you wait, about... wait! I don't even know what this is. I mean, I know about the patch. I didn't know that you made it. Yeah, yeah. He I made mean, me a. You you coded it? Yeah, it's just it's a website you go to. You can oh. set your mood. You can you can you can pick between all these moods. So you did this while you were working and supposed to be working on waveform stuff, right? Exactly. That's why I get so behind. I told you I procrastinate. <laughs> Always <laughs> making these generators. <laughs> it's, I will say that if you got some time, it is a little buggy sometimes. It gives yeah. some pretty weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> but, cool. but I will say that's kind of cool. Like you have to kind of trip through it for a little bit, but that kind of weird clunkiness is like the beauty of it but it like kind of takes it a little bit to get through it. Yeah, well, because essentially all it's doing is just pulling random words, you know, from a database somewhere on the internet. It was just an API that I kind of found. Okay. You could, that, you, that you could make calls. So the mood thing was just, you could sort of filter out based right. on it. Right. No, ah. the mood the mood helps a lot. I, and I like, I, I like the, the guidance of the mood. So do you remember all the moods? There's quite a few. <laughs> yeah, there were. Um, do you want me to read them all off to you so you can pick one, or do you want me to just like random? No, no, you, you just go nuts. Here, Ellison, you pick a mood for her. For him. For Sam, let's. Ooh, 
Definitely not musical. Let's see. <laughs> hmm. So it's like rhythmic, oh. sad, open, simple, close. simple. There we go. I like simple. Now, gen- now, so you can hit generate some <laughs> words. And Ellison, you can just pick the one you want. Actually, Ellison, you can do it too, if you want. Perfect tense protocol. What does that mean? Yeah. So I just skipped that. So sometimes that happens, and then you just gotta. Oh, you just keep hitting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just give me some words gotcha. until oh, you got one it. you like. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Unanalyzable modification. <laughs> Whoa. That's that sounds That's pretty. That sounds cool. Oh, good job. Yeah. Sam, nice work. <laughs> so Wait, yeah, Sam. Unanalyzable modification. Yes. Un- yeah. Unanalyzable. I'm gonna okay. screenshot it. I'll 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 message it to you after we're done. Okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, you know the drill. Take some time, make a track, three to five minutes, and then just email it to me. Before we close out, can I just say one more thing? You can say as much as you want, man. Excellent. Waveform, yet again, we are looking for a writer. And we're looking for an ad salesperson. And how do they get a hold of you? Just through the website or email us at contact at waveformmagazine.com. What kind of stuff are you going to look for in that email? Um, Links to work they've done. You know, actually. Attachments. Yeah, I mean, people are interested. Punctuation. (laughs) The the best salutation wins. Um, You know, just email us and we'll start having a conversation from there and see, you know, I mean, everybody has different needs and different levels of where they're at and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, we'd definitely like to find somebody for the ad salesperson that's in the industry that knows people that can, you know, kind of help push it to the next level. And for the writer, I mean, you know, we're just looking for somebody that knows our style of writing and that can continue, you know, and kind of do it along the same lines. All right. You do, you you know what to do. Do your homework. Get all of the Waveform magazines if you don't have it. Oh, yeah. still have the tote. Yeah, the tote. What, what, uh, what, the, the red and yellow. I love this design too. Who, Thanks. What, what, uh, what? That's issue number three. Three. Yeah. Sam actually did the cover for the upcoming issue. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love I love the like this the aesthetic, the constantly changing but very clear. Like if I I, I feel like now I could see a graphic without the waveform magazine yeah. on it and know it's a cool. waveform graphic. Well, I so like that's it. that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um all right. Well, Sam, it's so great to to put a face and a voice and a backstory to a little tiny icon that you see on Instagram <laughs> that I've been talking to for almost three years. So this is this is cool. Yeah, hey, everybody. Sam is the greatest. So I mean, I'm glad oh, you guys. I'm glad on. you were, could make it. <laughs> no, really. But I, I listen. I I've had a ton of fun from the beginning with PodMod, and as I said before, it was the <clears throat> impetus for getting me hooked up with Ellison. <clears throat> And waveform has been just like the best. So, I awesome. the, 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 it's just a lot of love in this room. It's there's so, so much, so, so much. much. Yeah, I mean, in, in the internet or whatever. <laughs> love and COVID vapors. A lot of love and COVID vapors. In this room. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, stop recording. We're going to get into Sam's patch challenge here in a moment, but first I want to tell you about the Blip Blocks After Dark and the Blip Blocks Original. These are uh, just, they're synthesizers, but they're also toys. They're 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 kind of where the two worlds meet because um, you can make real music with them. Um, in fact, what you hear below me is uh, me jamming on the Blip Blocks After Dark. And I even did a video uh, a few weeks back of a Fireside Blip Blocks jam. Um, just, yeah, so much fun. I, I brought them over 
over to my in-laws father's day uh, barbecue and they were the smash hit they were the life of the party my little nieces and nephews were absolutely enamored with them um, we had to take a break to eat lunch and they just scarfed down as fast as they could to come back to me to say hey Uncle Tim, can we play with the synthesizers again? And uh, I said, yeah, of course. Um, and I had my field recorder out there, and I recorded little uh, little performances from each one of my nieces and nephews, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be totally adorable. But um, yeah, even the older nephews were into it. They were uh, At first, they were like, what's that? And kind of side-eyeing it, but then they, they started playing with it and getting into it. Then the adults started playing with it and getting into it. They're just so much fun. Um, so yeah, please check out the Blit Blocks and the Blit Blocks after dark there are links in the show description um they're 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 just so much fun. i cannot wait to uh to bring them to my sister's house and see if my my uh nephews on that side are are as into them as hannah's side of the family is because i am just my my master plan is to turn all the kids in the family into future synthesists and i'm gonna do that with the blip blocks and the blip blocks after dark so yeah again show link in the show description let's get into sam's patch challenge
lovely patch challenge. Thank you so much, Sam. And thank you, Ellison, for coming over to my house and hanging out with me again. It was so nice to spend some time with, uh, with my pals. Please subscribe to Waveform Magazine if you haven't already. Waveformmagazine.com. There's a link in the show description. In fact, that link's been there since, since the uh, magazine started. So you've probably noticed it before if you've been digging around in there um thank you to the sponsors blip blocks the blip blocks after dark uh after later audio keep an eye out on after later audio some really fun stuff coming out in that arena recovery effects fss slash mute and then of course noisite that orbit is so much fun um, would also like to say thank you to Patchworks and Needham Woodworks for their continued support of Podular Modcast. And finally, thank you for listening. If you want to help keep the show blink, the show blinking, god damn it. I say this every week, I shouldn't screw it up. If you want to keep the LEDs blinking over here at PodMod, please visit patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. Until next week.